you know, I want a location independent life, you know, where I can actually pick up and go somewhere and build a business while we're getting around. And like I said, you know, the 20 somethings can't only be for them, you know. Welcome to the Shut Up Show. This is the Brave Solopreneurs Podcast, helping you shut up and make shit happen. Inside every episode, you'll hear raw and uncensored conversations with amazing entrepreneurs and thought leaders who bring their best work every day despite being scared shitless. You'll gain mindset strategies on how to brave through your fears, tactical advice to help you define your shut up moment, and impact driven tips inspiring you to live and work on your own terms. I am your host and chief shut upper of Making Shit Happen, Bernie Shaw. Now, on to today's episode. The robot guy. You know. Mm. <laughs> well, not, <laughs> kind of fun. Not kind that of fun. robot. <laughs> not that I'm robot, not yeah. Not Frankenstein zombie <laughs> yeah. robot. I'm talking about hip-hop robot. Oh, but cool robot. anyway, we're live. <laughs> hey, We're live, it. and we're, we're talking about all of our favorite robot dancing, and Craig and I are going to start our own dance crew. Um, yeah. After this chapter of our lives, so watch out, social media. Watch out, man. <laughs> We're gonna light the world on fire. <laughs> anyway, out of all seriousness, um, welcome back to another episode of the Shut Up Show, guys. I'm your host Bernie Shung, and I'm so excited to have somebody who I've connected with a couple months ago, but it took us some time to finally sync up with each other and get them on the show. And I think it was perfect timing anyway, Craig, as you said, because of a lot of new changes happening in your life and in your business. So I can't wait to talk more about what our guest is doing these days. But before we even jump into that, let's talk more about who this guest is. So with that, I want to welcome Craig McBreen to the show. Welcome, Craig. And let's talk a little bit more about you and what brought you to the awesome sauce work that you do today. Well, thank you so much. Um, the reason I, I was so glad that you invited me on this show is because it's happening when all of these new things in my life are happening. I've made some pretty drastic changes. Uh, I, run my own, I run my own business, and at the same time, I am starting a new site called The Art of Breaking Out. And with that, there's a lot of change in my life. There's uh, my wife and my youngest son, uh, we all moved from a 3,500 square foot home to about a 1,000 square foot apartment by choice. And that was like step one in this journey we're taking. So that's just a little, a little bit of what the art of breaking out is going to be about. My journey and if I can help others on theirs. But I also run a, a branding and marketing firm called McBreen Design, which will in fact morph into something slightly different over the next few months. And um, I'm doing both of that, both of those, both of those projects simultaneously, and uh, we'll be launching quite a few things this fall. Awesome! I'm so excited. I love the name, the art of breaking out. I mean, it, I think other ways I would describe that is like taking that leap of faith or reinventing yourself. I mean, I know there's a lot more than that, but I just yeah. love the sound of it because it's kind of like you know, aren't aren't we all, Craig, like in the in this prison of life or of work or whatever it is in your life where you feel like you're stuck or you feel paralyzed or you feel like. The, this is not the life that you wanted to live and where do I even go from here and my guess is this new show this new podcast is going to probably touch on all various parts of whether it's a life relationship career or business 
I think we all have this definite need to feel like, okay, now I finally need to go and do that thing I've been wanting to do. Now, where do I even start? Is is that kind of the genesis? That is the, the genesis of it. Is well, a little bit of my story is, you know, I have a pretty boring story to be perfectly honest with you. But for most of my life, I've I've been an introvert, and I didn't really even begin to start changing until my 40s. So that just shows you how old I am. But uh, <laughs> What this is, is this new site is is for people that are they kind of have this um, burning desire inside. They they want to change. It could be you know a middle aged woman that has been you know tethered to the house all her life, or it could be a guy that's stuck in a in a boring job. But there's something inside that he has that or she has. They want to get out to the world. It's a product. It's a maybe it's just a lifestyle change, or they want to completely shift careers. I've kind of done that. Even though I've owned my own business for 20 years, I'm making some tremendous changes now in my life. And I want to help people make those changes on their own. And I also want to, you know, it's it's more like a, it's not just going to be a community. I mean, I'm, this is one of the reasons I'm kind of scared, to be perfectly honest with you, because while I'm running my business, I'm creating this new entity, which is not just going to be a community, because I actually want to help people. I want to help people... Uh, see their vision, uh, create something special, and actually change. And that, that's like, you know, it could be something as simple as a fitness routine, or it could be, okay, I'm going to figure out a plan, uh, a sensible plan to actually slowly get out of my job and create something new and special. And it's combining like motivation and and online branding and everything that I've learned over the, the past 20 plus years running my own business. Not just design, but Everything else, you know, all the boring stuff that goes <laughs> along with it. You know, I'm talking about, you know, uh, you know, everything from medical to, to finance, and just just making sure that you can do this because I've I'm kind of sick to death of seeing people out there making these false promises. We see so much mm -hmm. of that. Right. It's 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 insanity because you can't do any of this without, you know, blood and guts, a ton of time, termination, extreme focus, and it's so easy to be tripped up. Right. And I want to do this art of breaking outside because I want to, you know, motivate people to do that, but kind of keep the, keep the flow going and don't stop. That's, that's part of it. I'm so glad you just said that last thing that you said because I just wrote about it in my Sunday newsletter ah, and I've written about it many times in my blog and even in my book I talked about that whole I am so sick and tired of those people coming out and telling others that it's that easy you know what yeah, I mean that yeah, you exactly. swallow this magic pill or you take this shortcut over here mm -hmm. and the thing is don't get me wrong certain levels of success can be achieved with those short Cuts, but if we're talking about like long-term sustainability in terms of not just monetary success, yeah. but I'm even talking about like emotionally and mentally being able to handle, you know, the the, the challenges of being an entrepreneur or owning your own business or even leading a community of people who follow your work, it's mm -hmm. a mm -hmm. huge undertaking and it's not a shortcut and it's not a sprint. So I'm no. so glad that you brought that up because I think that's the biggest thing that I 
probably tell quite a bit in the work that I do as yeah. well. Um, another place I like to begin too in, in having this discussion move further is I know a lot of the times people see only the glamorous sides of our life, Craig, and as somebody who's been in business for over 20 years and you know you've got over 25 years of design experience, you're a branding dude, mm -hmm. I mean you're a writer, you're super smart fella, but you know, no offense, but you're right. It is kind of boring, right? It's kind of boring to talk about, well, here's yes. what happened and here I am. Well, what about those times that we haven't heard about? What about those times that we haven't seen where you were gripped with fear or where something so devastating happened and you didn't know how you'd find yourself through it? Can you think of a time, Craig, that something like that happened to you, whether it was a long time ago and maybe it became that, that turning point in your life or maybe it was recent where you were gripped with fear? And then if you could Take us through how did you brave through to the other side of that? Mm -hmm. Sure, sure. You know, with me, I'll, if, if it's okay with you, I'm going to talk about two different periods in my life. Please, absolutely. Okay. All right. Yes. Um, number one is was when I was a kid, and and this is this is another reason I want to start this site because I think there's a lot of people that can relate to this. Um, I was an only kid. I was an overweight kid. I was a kid that was you know teased in school, never fit in. I had an extremely hard time from, you know, from elementary school all the way through to high school. In high school, you know, things got a little bit better. You know, it wasn't that bad. But uh, a lot of things in my life the, originated because I did not know how to deal with people. And unfortunately, if you're going to get through life, you're going to have to deal with people, right? Um, I was you know, just one of these people that, that kind of became a doormat, the kind of the kid that hid in his room and never went out. You know, I was immersed in my games and all of this stuff. And I think when I first started writing, when I first started blogging a couple of years ago, uh, that is where I got my energy. That's where, you know, I, I started writing and it just kind of came forth, all this stuff way, you know, way back in my past. So that's one component of it, and that's going to be a, a huge part of the site. The other part is, uh, more recently, the, the changes that, that we've undergone as a family. I mean, I don't want to get into this, but we had somebody in, uh, somebody in my family was in serious, serious trouble. And uh, we had a pretty serious, bumpy road over the past few years, and it was agonizing, a lot of sleepless nights. Uh, you know, a lot of uh, bouts of just complete depression and all of that. Um, that with combined with the, the kind of bumpy economy that we all went through. Uh, but that drove my wife and I to decide to make these changes. And that was the birth of this new concept that I had, the, the art of breaking out concept, where, okay, we're going to be like these, you know, middle-aged traveling vagabonds. Why, why is this fun reserved for the 20-somethings, right? <laughs> right. I want to have some fun. And, and it's funny because it's terrifying. Like I, I wrote, it's funny because I, I remember it was maybe, a, I don't know how many months ago, I, I, I'm an avid reader of James Altucher. And mm -hmm. um, I made a comment on his blog and he, he was talking about homes and what a ball and chain home ownership is. And I went on there and basically said, yeah, we sold ours and we're now living in an apartment. It was, it was like a euphoric sensation uh, followed right. by this feeling that I wanted to puke. I wanted to vomit because I was so like upset and, and that's part of change. I mean, that's, that's what you have to accept. If you're going to do something, it's never going to be easy. You think it's going to be easy. Then you get in the middle of it and then you're like, Oh shit, you know, what did I do? 
what did I do? But then you come back. I came back and said, okay, I did this because there's a thousand and one other things that I want to do with my life and I want to, I want to change. The, the, the other thing is my day job, my, my business, which is basically branding, which is now morphing into content marketing and social media. I'll be doing some local workshops on that. I'm not, I'm not, you know, stepping back from that business. I'm actually ramping it up. I'm, um, aggressively pursuing new clients. I'm starting these small workshops locally. I'll be giving a, a few talks here in the fall. Uh, so it's kind of, I'm doing these two projects simultaneously and they're, they're supporting each other. And another thing I want to write about is not only getting past fear, but actually being more productive. And strangely enough, uh, the more I do, the more free time I have, because the more I do, the this sounds crazy, but the more I do, the more focused and dialed in I am, because yeah. a year or two ago, I was all over the place. Now, um, I'm just completely focused, and, and I'm doing a lot, but I'm getting it done, and I'm actually finding free time. And I like to call it finding white space in your life. That was one of the reasons. Oh, I love that. I'm writing a post on that, by the way. It's like, I love it because, I mean, yeah. even if you're not a designer, because, you know, obviously mm -hmm. that's a designer's, you know, phrase. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah indeed but it because, is. Indeed it is. Right. <laughs> but because I know enough about that, I totally get it because I immediately go mm -hmm. to the thought of simplify your life. Be right. minimal. Less is more. Less is more. Uh, less is more. And it's like it's not only the... Uh, it's not only your material possessions. It's not only your your, your house and everything attached to it, uh, you know, you know, having to buy a new car, whatever. Uh, it's also all of the all of the all of the the mental noise and and the, and the things you you kind of almost get into a habit of just dealing with. You know, the 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 boring routine daily tasks. I mean, this is hit on ad nauseum, but it's true. I mean, you can easily spend half your day immersed in email or, or social media if you don't have some kind of strategy or some kind of focus or are a game plan. If you don't, you're just going to be spinning your wheels like that furry little rodent, and you're just going to be miserable. I was, and and you know, I want to help people get past all that. Right. So that's a lot, right? I mean, I yeah. love it, and I, and I want to go back for a second. I want to go back to something you were saying about reading James Altucher's blog post and then leaving a comment and then mm -hmm. freaking out about selling your home and moving into <laughs> yeah. an apartment because I, I think. I think a lot of people who are listening to this are going to go, oh my God, what happened? Or what was he going through? What was he thinking? And why did he do that? So if we could digress there for a second and have you take us through that. Number one, what was the fear that you were gripped with? Like if the fear could talk, what was it saying to you about like, I can't believe you sold your house and you, you, you know, moved into an apartment. And I think the second part, you can kind of finish it up with, why did you make the decision to to uh, shift from home ownership mm -hmm. to renting, and then how has things evolved since that that moment in time? Okay, okay, yeah. The 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 why or the 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 reason that I was so scared with this is because, I mean, by nature, I'm a I'm a pretty cautious person, and um, I've always I've always been very pragmatic, and I've done things slow, incrementally, cautiously, almost too cautiously. It's like a fault. Um, so this was one of the first times in my life where it was it was not completely impulsive, but there was there was a little element of that uh, because my wife and I were basically talking one day on the phone, and I mentioned it, and then she said this is a great idea, and then we talked about it, and then we agreed this is a really really good idea. Are we crazy? Do we really want to do this? 
And one one fear was um, my oldest son. He's on. He's he's left home. He's on his own now. Uh, we have a 14 year old at home. He's going to be entering high school this year. So that was a huge fear. We're like, oh, we're gonna are, are we gonna screw up his life? Are we gonna change things too much? But no, because we we're in the same neighborhood. Uh, he still has the same friends, and uh, it was a bit of a readjustment for him. But he actually enjoys it now. I think he likes it better than the way we were before because the house was just one little element in uh, in our stressful life, you know, the situation that we were in. Um, and then the other thing I wanted to mention is we we went to a few soccer games and we started telling people this, you know, and the other parents, uh, a few of them kind of got it. The other ones were more like, oh, you know, really? They think something <laughs> is wrong. We're getting divorced. Um, I'm going out of business. Uh you know, something is seriously wrong. And like, no, 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 nothing is seriously wrong. We made a choice. We want to do this. Um, so I'll be honest, I kind of let a little bit of that get to me after a while. Like, well, mm-hmm. maybe they are right, you know, maybe right. I'm crazy. Maybe I'm making the biggest mistake of my life. So that all came into, you know, that stuff just all comes back to you at night when you're trying to sleep, you know, <laughs> or you wake up at 3 a.m. and you're like, man, did I make the right decision? But since then, I, you know, I've changed and realized, yeah, this is definitely the right decision. And the shift was uh, because uh, my wife and I haven't done a whole lot and uh, we haven't done much traveling. Uh, we haven't gone out and, and it's something that we seriously want to do, but we don't want to play the game where, you know, we're trying to build up savings and, take a two-week vacation or trying to retire. Um, and, and then by the time we retire, you know, we can go out and we can travel. Uh, no, we want to, you know, I want a location-independent life to, you know, where I can actually pick up and go somewhere and build a business while we're getting around. And like I said, you know, the 20-somethings can't only be for them, you know. People <laughs> like us can get out and we can experience this fun and we can have it. So that was that was the main reason for the shift. The, the, the biggest reason of all uh, uh, freer lifestyle and, and travel. I've always wanted to travel yeah. and I've never, ever done enough. I haven't done enough of it. So that's I love it. I love it. I, it almost sounds like the fear of regret outweighed the fear of this possible failure, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right because it's like that. I can't remember that post. What What is that? That very, very famous post. They turned it into a book. It was The Five Regrets of the Dying. Oh, yes, I know what I, you're talking yeah, about. I, yes. I can't remember exactly what the, the yes. five regrets are, but, yeah, these people are like, why didn't I do this? Why didn't I do that? Yeah. And I'm sure there's probably somebody in your audience that has this committed to memory. <laughs> oh, <laughs> for sure. Going, I know, I know, I know. I know but, I've shared yeah. it, too, before, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's that's one of it, too. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be, you know, you know, later in life thinking, why didn't I do this? Because I was afraid? I mean, that's not a very good reason. You know, well, and when, we, and when we think about it, too, at the end of the day, what are we afraid of, right? If we really mm-hmm. were to answer that it, by writing it down on a, on a sheet of paper, here's what I'm afraid of, it would be I'm afraid of the other, for me, the other soccer moms thinking that I'm not good enough, right? <laughs> right. Right? Yeah, exactly. Or Perfect, the, yeah. my, if I was still in, in, a, in a corporate job, it would be that my bosses are going to laugh at me because I have no idea how to start a business, you know, so they're going to yeah. laugh at me behind my back. That could be the other fear. You know, and as you start to, to, to list all these different fears and you really handle the fears, then you realize that some of them are really ridiculous where it's like, okay, let's say that happens, then what? <laughs> you know, like, what, what's, yeah. 
what are the repercussions of mm-hmm. the soccer mom laughing at you, right? And and so like as I start to think about that and I realize, holy crap, handling this fear is a lot easier than we make it out to seem. So for you, Craig, what have you noticed to be um, some of the, and, and maybe this is a too big of a question, so we'll have you narrow it down to maybe your top three. What have been some of the greatest lessons you've learned after you made that shift and you've made improvements in your life? Obviously, your life has changed quite a bit, and I know this has also helped you to to probably develop your emotional and mental muscle, right? Indeed. So yeah. what would you say your top three takeaways are from the shifts that you made that you would impart on the listeners today? Well, the, the one thing, and the, the first thing is I, is I had no idea, and my wife and I have been together for a long time, I didn't know how strongly she felt about this because she's a relatively cautious person too. And when I first mentioned it, I thought there'd be a little pushback, but biggest surprise was there wasn't any pushback at all. It was almost like, you know, she took the bull by horns and said, let's do it. Let's just do it and and get going. Um, The other thing is I didn't like I mentioned before with uh, with productivity and changing. I was always afraid of putting too much on my plate. And I didn't realize that the more you put on your plate, the more comfortable you become with just about every little situation. I mean, Mm -hmm. doing something like this interview today, years ago, I wouldn't have done it. I would have, I would have chickened out. I would have said, no, you know, I I may have agreed to it. And then probably would have called you chicken heartedly and said, Bernie, uh, you know, I'm too busy. I don't want to do this. And that's the way I was because Mm -hmm. you can always find an excuse. You can always find an excuse. And usually the excuse, the, the, the origin is fear. You're afraid. You're terrified Mm -hmm. what people are going to think of you whatever. Um, and, and that's the other thing. And, and the other thing is I never thought that I could realistically start another business online. Now, the, the the whole reason for this is to create a community and tell about my, you know, my experience, but I actually do want to help people. And if right. that translates into business, fine. If some people have a problem with that, you know, oh, well, it's just, it's it, it's something that I never thought I'd do, even a few short years ago. I never thought I could start to create something new and different, and completely different than than anything I've done before in my life. So, those are pretty. Those are three pretty big ones, I think. All right, I love it. One another question in in uh, yeah. response to what you just said right there. What changed? How come you finally decided that maybe you were good enough to do some of these things? I don't know. You know, I ask myself that question all the time. It's kind of crazy. Um, you know, I think about the things that I that I love to do now and the things that I enjoy. For one is the, the writing habit. I, when I was a kid, I liked writing, but I never got fully into it. Um, just three years ago when I started, when I really started blogging, uh, I got on there and started writing. Um, I find that it's like one of the most meditative, rewarding experiences I've ever you know, it's become a morning ritual. It's huge. And, yeah. and and oftentimes I wonder, why did I start at this point in time? You know, it's hard to find, it's hard to find that answer. One of the reasons was I was, at the time I was a member of uh, Toastmasters and um, I thought my speeches were okay, but I wanted to have more flair. I wanted to have more creative oomph to my speeches. So I said, maybe I'll write a little bit. And I started researching blogs and I started reading other bloggers and I started getting really excited and, and, Pretty soon, I was totally immersed in this whole world. Uh, yeah. But I don't know. I don't. I don't know why these changes happen and why things. And that's another thing about the site because I'm a late bloomer. There are tons of late bloomers out there, and I want to tell people: I don't care if you're 
you know, 35 or, or 65. If you want to change, you know, there's no better time than now. Just, just put the, you know, set the wheels in motion. Start break it. out. Don't, just break yeah, out. Yeah, break out, baby. <laughs> break out, man. Yeah, that's, you know, that's, that's huge. Because, I, 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 you know, it's painful thinking about it, you know, because I'm thinking about all these past me's out there, you know. Yeah. You know, the, the guy with the cloud over is like, you know, woe is me, I, you know. And then just complaining about your day and never doing anything about it. Yeah. So, uh, but who knows why? Why? Why things kick in? You know, certain times <laughs> of your life. It's kind of crazy, isn't it? It's true. I was just talking about this. I come from a family where we had the tendency to like have everything had to be perfectly planned and scheduled the way we want it to go. And if, if we had to veer from it because something came up, we, I mean, it was devastating. It was hard mm -hmm. to. Mm -hmm you know, um, be a little bit more, um, impromptu, which is different for me now. Cause I'm not, I'm not that way anymore. But, yeah, yeah. um, recently with my book launch, it was supposed to come out at the end of May and mm -hmm. you know, lots of different reasons why it didn't come out right away. And towards the end I had, I was at the fork in the road. I had to make a decision and it's, do I go to this major annual misfit conference held mm -hmm. by like my modern day heroes, AJ and Melissa Leon, or do I just go ahead and just ship the book because it was the same exact week. Anyway, long story short, I had a talk with a friend in the misfit community and I was, and he said, if there's one conference you do not miss, you do not miss misfit conference with AJ mm -hmm. and Melissa. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I have no idea what the hell is going to happen. I already feel like I'm failing because this book's not going to get launched, but you know what? Screw <laughs> it. I'm going to go and we'll see what happens. And what ended up happening, Craig, was amazing because that I was there for, for two and a half days and I didn't know that last minute AJ was going to ask me to get up on stage and talk for a little bit. So I ended up having one of the most amazing experiences ever, but then following that, I finally had the final chapter to end the book. You know, so it's like, sure the book was right. Sure yeah. the book was two months late, but I don't think it would. It would have been fine, but I don't think mm -hmm. it would have been fantastic and as remarkable as it was because it was supposed to be delayed on purpose. Is what is what I've come to believe. So I, I feel like that's what you're kind of saying too. Is sometimes mm -hmm. delays happen in our lives, but maybe sometimes those delays are meant to happen so that we're more ready for it or when it's ready for us, whatever that it is, mm -hmm, then mm -hmm. we'll be ready to receive it and take it where it needs to go. Yeah, I think you're, you're so right. It, it's like every day there's all of these opportunities coming at you. Sometimes you don't realize it. Sometimes you're not open to it. You're in your own fog. You're just thinking about something yeah. else. But like what you did and, and it's kind of cool. Talk about an impromptu speech. I can imagine, but it's almost <laughs> better because then you, you're not, you know, there's not that anticipation leading up to the event, right? You just, right. you're put on the spot and all of a sudden this kind of magic happens. It's, it's, it, and I think in those instances, that's where, like you say, that's where you get that impetus to, oh, wow, you know, yeah. that, it was like this, this almost like this creative block that you had to get past. And, and an instance like that just completely changes everything. Right. So. Yeah. Absolutely. I love that. And I know we could go on and on forever. Um, I love this conversation with you, but we're going to take this conversation to the magic question of the hour before we close up. All uh -oh. right. Okay. Is that cool with you? <laughs> I guess so. We'll see what happens. So, <laughs> so the magic question, the one thing that everybody wants to know, okay, maybe I'm just exaggerating, but still, it's the question right. that I want yeah, yeah. to know about the people that I bring on is what are you afraid of right now? What am I afraid of? Um, 
I am afraid of everything that I just talked to you. That the, the the three things that I'm afraid of. I mean, we talked about the move. We talked about this change, and I'd be <laughs> I'd be completely lying if I said I wasn't I wasn't afraid. I wasn't scared every single moment of what we're you know the, because we could have had a comfortable little relaxing life, but we're making huge changes and the the move, the business, the 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 fact that we're not spending money on certain things that we used to spend money on. So developing two entities simultaneously and it's a ton of work and there's a lot of nerves frayed nerves sometimes but it's kind of a good uh, energy it's not it's not the the sick feeling in the stomach it's more like um, I'm slightly terrified but it's almost a good a good thing that I'm terrified so it's really the move it's the changes and it's the the, the art of breaking out breaking out baby you know that, <laughs> that whole thing that I'm doing interviewing and and starting these I'm starting these local workshops that are more about social media and they're more directed towards smaller businesses too so there's a lot on my plate um, I'm kind of scared but at the same time I wake up every day with renewed energy and I'm ready to I'm ready to rock you know so that's what I'm afraid of, but my fear is energizing me. I hope I hope that's a good answer. I don't I know. Love it. I think it was well, a lot, a lot of people say that fear actually does fuel them. Mm -hmm. And another thing that I always love re um, repeating this quote, but uh, if you know Greg Hartle of Ten Dollars and a Laptop, oh yeah, um, mm -hmm. yeah, okay, see, <laughs> you know who he is. Yeah, I know who he is. Yeah. Um, you want to talk about a dude who used fear to fuel him? Holy crap! But mm -hmm. um, in our in our interview he did with us last year, he said constraints make you creative. And what I really love about that is before actually getting to know mm -hmm. Greg, I would say I was still kind of freaking out whenever I felt like I was hitting a fork in the road or you know something kind of like a curveball was thrown at me I, I still felt like oh man and I know I'd be thrown off for several days if not longer maybe weeks and I'd always feel like a failure and always call myself an idiot and I think it was meeting people like Greg the Gregs of the world who says you know what anytime these challenges come find a way to be creative and work around it work through it and learn from it Yep. And so would you say that played a pretty big part in how you've learned to quickly move through the fear that you're continuing to have? Yeah, indeed. And I completely agree with Greg. And the other thing that, that I've, I've gotten into practice of doing this, it's a combination of the people I read online and some of the books I read, uh, getting into more creative practices every day. You know, that's a combination mm -hmm. of, of, of writing, doing some like something as simple as freeform illustration or just kind of a stream of consciousness is letting it roll, whatever, um, combined with um, which I call my average Joe yoga. And believe me, <laughs> this average Joe yoga works like a charm. Um, <laughs> that and a little bit of meditation. I'm combining all of that stuff when I I'm love feeling it. stuck and I'm feeling like, you know, I get up and I start working, I spin my wheels, I go back, I rein it in, I get creative, bam, it's like a totally different, you know, story after that. It, 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 it helps. Um, but I, I I do agree that constraints um, yeah constraints do make you more creative and uh, I enjoy Greg Hartle I I I've read his stuff I've seen him speak and um, love his message he's another introvert by the way yes so, plenty absolutely. of them out there yeah. I was actually when I met him in person I was actually shocked because he told me that and you mm -hmm. wouldn't know I mean other you than him know. kind of walking away into the corner once in a while but other than that when you talked to him you wouldn't know um, but yeah he hugely is but people love him you know people flock towards mm -hmm. him I think a lot of people flock towards introverts in general 
Yeah. <laughs> Maybe well, that's why they're so introverted. <laughs> yeah, it's like get away from me, you know. It's you know the the uh, Ginny Dietrich said uh, you know you know she said she's an introvert. I I have interviewed her and talked to her more than a few times. Um, she basically said introverts aren't shy. Introverts are just people that are drained and they need cave time. Yeah. You know, yeah. like you you do five events in a row or you're involved in you know five really detailed meetings and during a day you need to go back and you need to just just yeah. get into your cave and recover. <laughs> Extroverts yeah. are completely opposite. My sister-in-law is an extrovert. She's the opposite. She's drained when people aren't around. Yeah. You know, she like loses her energy if there's no people around. So yeah. um, people like that are, yeah, I interesting. Yeah. No I'm smack dab in the middle. The last time I took a Myers-Briggs test, um, I was an E. Uh, for the extrovert, but um, in taking mm -hmm. another one re more recently, it was saying that I was more introverted. And I feel like the older I get, and I think the more impact I make in the world, I do feel what you were talking about with the introversion, because for me, yeah. I get my energy when I'm by myself, and I have time to reflect, and I have time in sol solitude, and I love stillness and silence, which is weird, Craig, because <laughs> growing up, we were the kind mm. of people who always had to have the TV on, we were always mm. all in the same room in the house, me and my siblings and parents, you know, or whenever I went to places, I always had to have a bunch of friends around yeah. me, it, I wasn't a one-on-one -on -one kind of person, and now, it's the complete opposite, and you're right, I would go to events, give a speech, or hang out with people all night, and come home and want to cry, and I have no idea why I want to cry. I mean, it was like the best night ever. Yeah, it's you crazy. Know? But it's so interesting how much um, people do misunderstand that it's not that you're scared to socialize, it's that you don't thrive on always having energy of people around you, when, especially when mm -hmm. you need to get your energy mm -hmm. back. Yeah, so. yeah, I mean, it's just like I go to a party, and I'll be honest with you, I, my first is like, how, how quickly can I escape? If it's uncomfortable, <laughs> I look for the exit right. door, and I'm like, if I can think of a, you know, look at a golden opportunity when nobody's looking, it's like, pew, I'm out, I'm out of the room, it's yeah. crazy. But you might yeah. be introverted now because you're hanging out with all these bloggers. You know, they're kind of changing. I, I think don't know. so. It's, you know, it's so interesting. You know, you're right. It's interesting because I, I would say most of the people that I'm hanging out with now, mm -hmm. online and offline, are mostly introverts. And when I do hang around extroverts, um, I can't for very long. <laughs> it's like, yeah. or, or if I do, if I do, I let them have the spotlight because I'm just mm -hmm. like, you can have it. I don't want it. But it is pretty interesting because more people, um, you know, more often than not, think I am like totally extroverted. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll have to see each other in person and see and see how that goes. Indeed, <laughs> you know? indeed. we'll both be like, oh. <laughs> Enough, enough, you know. <laughs> You're like, oh God, there's Bernie. Where's the door? <laughs> Here comes Bernie. Oh, it's like, man. And I'll, yeah, and I'm like, energy. where's Craig? Oh, Craig's in the hallway. What? He didn't even come in the room. <laughs> He's hiding under the bleachers or something. You know? <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to escape. Oh, that's so funny. So, um, so good to chat with you, though. I mean, these conversations are so important to me, Craig, because you know. Uh, I mean, obviously, with with the recent things that are happening in the news, even with you know the the recent death of Robin Williams, I I do yeah. think about this stuff quite a bit. And when I refer to stuff, I'm talking about dealing with fear, dealing with success, dealing with you know even like energy, emotional and mental health, right? Mm -hmm. um, talking about creativity, all of these different things, and I think it, it it's like it's so sad to be losing people because 
for some reason they believed that nobody else could help them or nobody else could understand what they were going through. But as you and I can tell here on my podcast, and I'm sure even on your podcast, there are so many of us going through the same stuff. Yeah, right? yeah, indeed. There's so many. I mean, you know, I sometimes think it might be half the population. Who knows? I mean, somebody as successful uh, and, and creative and, you know, fascinating as Robin Williams, you know, you, you have no idea what what was going on, the, you know, there's internal struggles. You, yeah. No matter what level you reach in life, I mean, and, and in fact, it probably gets worse, I imagine, when you're, when you're dealing with all that publicity and everything. But yeah. There are just so many, so many people, and I just think getting involved with life um, in a positive way is yeah. is the best is the best way. Um, everything yeah. that I've mentioned, it's helped me tremendously. So, right, and I was going to say, I'm pretty sure that's why we both do the things we do with the show, with the mm -hmm. writing, with our work, and with the people we help. And so, um, bravo to you, man! Congratulations on Art of Breaking Out. Um, congratulations on all of the changes. I'm so excited to see like what's coming up for you. So. Um, as we close out here, I'd love for you to talk about, feel free to pimp out the websites and anywhere else you want the listeners to go to, but I want them to find your work and really know what you're working on next and you know how they can connect. Okay. Um, the, the best way to reach me now is just craigmcbreen.com. And uh, that is my, my personal blog, which is more of a business blog. But um, I will be launching The Art of Breaking Out. Lose the the. It's just artofbreakingout.com. And uh, that's going to be launching next week. I'm going to start with the blog and then lead into the podcast. And that's going to come this fall. So uh, find me there and uh, join the party. Woohoo! Yeah. Can't wait. And I hope that um, you will have some robot or chicken dancing on your podcast. But it probably wouldn't matter because if you're doing audio only, it won't matter if people can see you or not. For uh, me, yeah, I'm a yeah. fool. So I let people see this ridiculous. Let her rip. Let her rip. Yeah, I, I, I do that. I try to do the robot dance before the show and you laugh at me. So I'm like, you know, I'm not I trying that again. I laughed in a great way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right, right. Okay, fine. I laughed at you. Yeah. You're right. Oh, well, you're, right. you're not the only one, so. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, there it is. Another awesome episode of the Shut Up Show with my new homie and Art of Breaking Out podcaster, blogger, design dude, branding expert. I mean, all these amazing things. Go check him out at craigmcbrain.com. But Craig, thank you again for being here. It was so awesome having thank you. you. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. We hope you enjoyed this episode of The Shut Up Show. And remember, if you don't want to miss a single episode, simply go to our website at theshutupshow.com and subscribe to our newsletter. Until next time, folks, shut up and make shit happen.